everybody to the mixed nuts podcast we skipped a week another time but (laughs) you know could you imagine getting sick during quarantine but getting a different virus now how (laughs) embarrassing would that be that'd be really (laughs) awkward if that ever happened i know if you if you guys don't know i'm alluding to the fact that i got mono amidst the covid pandemic which is a it was kind of interesting because all my friends were like i was letting them know that i'm sick and i'm getting tested and they should be like keeping an eye open for symptoms. And then when I told them it was mono, they were all like, yay, congrats for having mono. I'm so, I'm so happy you have mono. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I want to hear. <laughs> it's horrible. But I, is it bad? I literally <laughs> thought the same, t- the, the, the same thing too. Like as soon No, as- I completely understand it. Yeah, you're like, guess what I have? And I was like, oh God, he has COVID. <laughs> and then you're like, mono. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's been, it, it was, it was, uh, you know what, it's ironic. It's a little yeah, funny. It's pretty, that's only something that would happen to you. You get a different oh, no. sickness. I get a different pandemic. Pandemic. It's like, it's like the worst sitcom ever. Actually, one of my friends, we've been meaning, she has an apartment, and we've been meaning to hang out for like a long time since she moved out like halfway through the summer. Yeah. And so she messages, she messaged me like three days before I got mono. Oh, I got COVID. I don't think I can hang out. And I didn't respond for a little bit. And then I te- messaged back. I'm like, yeah, I can't either. I have mono. So it's like, I feel like the universe doesn't want us to hang out. That's so unfortunate. <laughs> I know, what are the odds? But I'm doing better. Uh, back on the mixed nuts, taking taking the drugs the doc gave me, you know? Ooh, there we go. Look at us in your thriving, sounding great. Yeah, I haven't left the house in like 10 days. It's been kind of weird. Time's been weird. You know when you're sick and time just like doesn't make sense? Like I've watched every movie on Netflix like twice at this point. And let oh, me yeah. say, have have you seen Two Popes? Like this is the second time I've watched it. Great movie. Hmm. No, I haven't seen like is it on Netflix, you said? Yeah. It's about like the two two popes. I mean I t- <laughs> Two Popes. <laughs> and it's a movie about these two popes, you know. Interesting. Uh, I feel like whenever you're sick though, there's so yeah, there there's a series of like just phases you go through. It's like watching whatever you can, just dying. Like, movies, it takes movies, a you know? Yeah, like I remember there was this one time in high school where I got bronchitis because I just neglected my health. Like I was, I had a cold. It literally turned into bronchitis because I didn't sleep because I was a crackhead. And oh, it was insanity. And I watched an entire season of The Bachelorette and I wanted to I shoot myself afterwards. Oh, and I also embroidered a shirt. And <laughs> as I did so, and I don't even remember. I was out for a while, like at least a couple of days from school and like a weekend or something. And yeah, it just, it goes by. It, it feels like the longest span of time, but also the shortest. Like, I don't know how to describe yes. it. You just know. Like it, it was just intense brain fog for me. It's kind of cleared up now. But in the midst of it, it was as, it, like, I couldn't think straight. And I was watching, like, the Lorax and, like, the Muppets movie. That's so cute! I finally got around to watch Casablanca. Great movie. Me and my mom, she likes the old movies, and I indulged her. So we watched um, Casablanca and Cabaret. Oh, just some of the old. 
Yeah, I know a lot. If you want, I could even give you a couple like old movie suggestions. We watched a bunch in like my this film and literature class that I took like in high school. I fell asleep during a couple, but like the ones that I didn't were pretty good. <laughs> I love, I'm loving. I'm. I mean, it's kind of it kind of felt good to not have the guilt of uh, not doing anything. You know, especially during quarantine, you kind of have that social pressure. Like you should be doing something with your time. But then I'm like, I can play the I'm dying card. You know, exactly. it's like I deserve to sit down and do nothing ever. Oh, that's the best feeling when you could do that. I've been doing that once, like each month of quarantine, whenever I got my period, I'm like, oh, I can sit down all day and I, not do anything and just eat my entire food. how dare food. you? Yeah. yeah how like, dare you was... even suggest things otherwise? <laughs> Literally. And speaking of trying to fill up your schedule, because like I know for myself, like I've lost, I've gone through this whole mix up of like not knowing, like, like forgetting my sense of self, like from having, going from like such an independent state, like in college to like home with like, my mother kind of telling me what to do 24-7 and nitpicking literally anything <laughs> that I am and is annoying but yeah so I was kind of lost for a while got in touch with my hobbies and then kind of did every got like sick of my like, it, I don't know if it makes sense but yeah, I was like, sick sense. of my hobbies like I was doing everything like I was drawing all the time doing whatever like I was just bored of it and I ended up doing I know I mentioned it last episode y'all remember but i signed up for postmates and i've been delivering some food <laughs> it's been an interesting ride i got a nice bonus because it's like the first 20 deliveries that give you like some money yeah, that's awesome one of my friends does postmates i'm yeah. done with the home depot because of the whole mono thing so oh are you like not going back after you get better it doesn't it doesn't really make sense to because i put in i told them i didn't want to work in august because we're, we're going to be talking a lot about going back to college this episode and uh what our college is doing versus but like a lot of others so yeah. uh i said that i can't work in august and uh i don't think i'll be fully recovered in like the next week so it's just yeah, not worth sense. it yeah no i but got i got a fetch money checks which is nice that's good. Yeah, that's good. It's just, it's so hard trying to find a, do- a job during these, this time, too, and, like, oh, yeah. it. even another, another good news, too, I got offered some tutoring job, but I'm, like, by the time I actually get, like, those online business kind oh, of yeah, skills, yeah. like, by the time I actually get matched with someone, it's going to be the end of August, and I'm going to have to quit because I have my job on campus anyway, so. Exactly. Oh, my God, I miss my job on campus so much. Like, it's actually insane. Well, before, we have a guest this episode, which we're going to bring him on really shortly. Uh, he's another student. His name is Hosh. He's a great guy. Uh, he has a lot of insight into what it's like being Hosh, you know, uh, which everybody everybody wants to know. So that's exciting. We've been, we've been told that people like our guest episodes. But before we do, I would like to talk about the song I picked last week. Yeah, no, so what was your song? So it was called Falling Rain. Now, it's a nine minute long song. It's a little bit more actually, but I picked it not because I like listening to the song. It's kind of interesting. I, I have uh, about a year ago, about a year ago, uh, well, about a year ago, I um, read somewhere that if you listen to the same music before you go to bed every night and the same music before you take a nap, it kind of makes it easier to do those things because your body gets used to the, um, it kind of triggers the chemical reaction. So that song I yeah. feel like is my my nap song so every time I, I take a nap it's about 10 minutes which is a good length for a nap so every time I take a nap I put it on uh and then I notice I'm like actually doing napping right when the lyrics start changing on me because I've listened to the song so many times that I know the lyrics but when I'm napping it goes from like the normal calm lyrics to like and then he made popcorn I'm like Ooh, I guess I'm, I want some popcorn I don't know 
but I repeat it multiple times. Usually, I just keep putting on lucky. But that's my nap song. So if any of you guys need to have difficulty sleeping or napping, try picking a song, listening to it every night, and at some point, it's just interesting. Yeah, I think it's called. I'm probably gonna mess this up. It's been a minute since we've been in class, but um, encoding specificity because like the context that you're in, like if you're in, yeah. So yeah, that's really cool. It's, yeah, I never thought of doing that. It's a good idea. It's, and I know you're talking about journaling last week, and I tried it. It's just yes. not for me. I can't. I can't. It. I just. It became a chore. I do realize I text myself a lot of things that would go in a journal. Before bed, I text myself information. But I can Journaling is it, just not for me. I just had. It just felt like a chore. I don't know. Okay. Oh, okay. So you felt like it didn't help you like get out your thoughts, or how much did you write like each night? Like, what did you do? Like, walk us through the process. Well, like the first night I tried, it was kind of tough because I was sick too, so I don't know if that kind of changed the dynamic of it. But I've tried journaling my whole life. Every once in a while, I get like the bug too. And it always goes the same way where I, I write like, th this is the first day of journals and the first day I write a big blurb and the next day it's like, I squeeze it in before bed and then I miss it the next day. And, it's, and then you feel bad and, it's just, and it trickles because I don't know what I want to talk about. Maybe because I haven't been doing anything. So yeah. it kind of feels like there's nothing, but Maybe when I get back to school, I'll try it again. What I have to say on that is like journaling something that you kind of have to use as an escape and like just an outlet to put your emotions in. If you don't really have any emotions to put out or like there's nothing really going on in your life, it's not going to be effective like whatsoever. Like it's not really going to do anything for you. But like, because I know for myself. Yeah, because I know for myself, because I love journaling like I, I have to when I'm like sometimes it's the only way I can feel better like even if I'm talking to people like sometimes it just doesn't work out and there's things that like like irrational thoughts that are in my head that I know are stupid but I just have to put them somewhere because I don't want anyone judging me but I've noticed like if you look at the timeline from like my old journal to like the one I'm doing now um which is basically like my high school until like college self. Um, it's either been like every single day when I've been dealing with like a certain problem to years later, to months later, to like every, like it's so sporadic and it, it depends on just like how I'm feeling. And I feel like if you force yourself, like I have to journal every day, like it's not gonna be good. It's not gonna work. I yeah. do like, I think I really wanna get into scrapbooking because I like saving Ooh. artifacts. Like I love I have like okay. I have a folder of letters that friends have written me and like and like little little things and I just put it in there and I really like I mean I scrapbooking just sounds like fun. Uh, maybe one maybe scrapbooking you episode. Give me a good idea. I would I cause I collect this is so random. I collect like well not collect really, but I always save cards because my friends and I like we all whenever for our birthdays and stuff, we write like these huge like novels to each other because it's just like really sweet and just saying like what we love about each other like this this and that like it's really cute and i'm like wouldn't it be a cute idea to like put those in a scrapbook with like pictures of us during those times because i was like reading oh, yeah like i was reading old cards from like when we were like 15 i'm going through them I'm like oh my god we were so cringy but like also picture i don't know that just I'm brainstorming. That would be cute to put all together. I love stuff like that though. It's like the cutest. I actually, one of my favorite things, it's from a long time ago, it's actually sophomore year, but this girl I had a thing with was at camp and I wrote her a letter and she wrote me a letter back. And it was like not a love letter, but it's just, it's like you can look back. I sometimes, every once in a while when I'm like, I'm going to die alone, I read it and it's like, ah, it's cute. Oh, sorry, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. But it's things like that I enjoy. Like I enjoy the small things that like, 
you, you throw away, but you don't, you know, like uh, just uh, ticket stuff, you know, you throw it away, but don't, you know. No, you shouldn't, because it, it takes you, like, the, the best things, like, I don't know, even like a brochure to, like, some museum or oh, something yeah. like that, like, it'll throw like you Like a student council there. thing I have, or like a, a yeah. band thing, you know, it's just, it's stuff that, it's stuff that really, at the end of the day, doesn't matter except for to me, and it's kind of, it's yeah. kind of nice to have that, like, I look at it and I get overwhelmed with emotion while other people wouldn't, and it's... It's kind of like a secret yeah. inside joke. I love that. Or even like my favorite thing is like wristbands from like concerts or like events and stuff. I feel like those I need to say such those. a story. I've never been to a concert, so who's to say? Please tell me you're joking. We've been, we've been over this before. I've what never happened? gone to a concert. We have. You yelled at me oh, every single not. time. Maybe it's just too infuriating for you to register it. Oh, that's the same. Because oh, Andre's the same way, and it's still pissed. How? How? What? You're in radio. Um, yeah, but I'm in New Hampshire. Tell me how many concerts we have. I mean, I've gone to like small town ones, if that counts, or the band. Oh, no, not at all. I need to. Oh, my God. Well, we were going to all go to Izu. I like, know. everyone in radio was going to go to Izu this September, Ooh. but of course, the <laughs> pandemic. Oh, no, I'm bringing you to a concert. I'm bringing you to a festival or something. You're going to yeah, love festivals. We're gonna go to GovBall and we're gonna have the best time. I sound sounds great. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. When everything wraps up, because I'm so sick of this shit. But hey, well, I'm open soon. I'm a technically immunocompromised now, so it's like, oh dear lord. But uh, I'm excited for the concert. We'll have to yeah. figure something out, let everybody know. But in the meantime, let's listen to some music and let's bring Hosh out to talk about like the universe and everything Hosh. Awesome. And what's the name of your song again, just so we can remind our listeners? Well, I don't know if we'll play it now because it is a nine-minute-long song, but oh. it's called "Falling Rain." It's um, there's a small, shorter version done by an original artist, but the one I listened to, it's nine minutes. I highly recommend if you're just you get in that kind of loopy, tired zone, look it up. Put "Falling Rain." I was actually listening before this podcast. I was taking a nap by Carl Blau, B L A U. K-A-R-L with a K, which is weird. Interesting. But okay. it's a very nice song. And um, whatever song you do play, it'll be amazing. Let's enjoy it. All right, catch on the flip. Mind is like a spring in a clock 
Falling 
welcome back. We hope you guys enjoyed that song. With us right now, though, we have a very special guest. Hi! Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Mixed Nuts. What is up, Hosh? How are you? I'm good. Just kind of chilling, just in my house, doing nothing like everyone else. You know how it is. Indeed. Everything's a mess. Now, while we were talking, we we saw that you may have broken your finger. Now, as somebody who's broken his finger like every day of the week, uh, how did you happen to do that? So I was on the beach with my friends, and I was playing football. And I'm not the most, uh, I get, like I'm not the most inclined when it comes to my hands. <laughs> I can't yeah. cast the ball. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and so the football came and it hit my pinky like Whoa. sideways. And it kind of like, yeah, like it was like, oh. <laughs> Fingers are the worst. They, and, the they worst break so is, and like the worst part is I didn't even realize it was broken. So like I went the whole entire day like playing around with it, like oh. catching and everything. And like the funniest part is that my friend was like, Oh dude, you probably just jammed just like pull it, pull it really yeah. hard. And then you'll hear a pop and that's how you know it's good. And I was like, all right, cool. I pull it, I hear a pop, and I was like, Oh dude, I think it worked. I heard something. <laughs> it was actually my bone. And yeah, so, no. yeah. <laughs> First, uh, when I broke my finger in volleyball the first day after tryouts when I made the team. Like, oh, tryouts, wow. all that, made the team, broke my finger. And they're like, just pull it, pull the finger. And I'm like, all right, don't whatever. Why? Everyone's and, obsessed with pulling fingers. Like, don't do that. Don't just leave do it that. No, that happens. Yeah, the doctor's like, please don't. <laughs> yeah, no, it's such a bad idea. When I broke my foot, like, I literally broke, like, the like the fifth, like, bone, like, in my foot. And someone thought I, ju- I just jammed my toe and they started pulling on it too. I'm like, dude, you probably messed it up. It was fractured. That's what they did uh, you're like, problems. Yeah, like you, you fall on your back and you like, you almost break your neck. You just pull it, you know, grab the neck and just <laughs> oh, yank no. it. <laughs> That's just Did you try the hard reset? It's like hitting a computer. No, like, uh, like, never do that. Injuries are horrible, but at least it's not like anything's going on that you need your limbs for i suppose during this weird time so yeah that's what i thought and then now i'm going to lake george in like two days and we're going like hiking oh my god never mind we're going like white water rafting and i'm like are you kidding like what what am i gonna do like roll with one arm (laughs) (laughs) you're like falling off you like fall out of the boat you just have that one arm up you're like help (laughs) you can't swim anymore because that one thing you just can't swim (laughs) Dude, actually, like, I went to my cousin's pool and we had, like, I put, like, a little plastic bag because I didn't want to take off the splint. Yeah. So I was just trying to swim with one arm. I was just going in circles. <laughs> that sucks. Only if it were, like, Man. earlier in quarantine where, like, people still weren't, like, coming out of their houses because now people are just being stupid and doing anything. So. Yeah. yeah nobody's wearing masks. It's oh, horrible. Yeah, it's freaking ridiculous. It actually aggravates me so much. But. Speaking of this stupid pandemic, what is going on with our school? Because I just didn't want to talk about it for like two seconds because I'm just like infuriated and need to like, I just hate everything. They just have an ability to say the least amount of things with the most amount of words. Oh, I know. Or- they should it's offer amazing. a class on that, like how to BS like for all of my, like any essay I have to do. Cause they do an amazing job at it. Like I guess. It's- <laughs> It's funny because they always somehow slip in that the price is going up, but make it sound like you're getting a better deal. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's only eight hundred dollars more for less. <laughs> it's just like okay. Yeah, it's like, it's like what are we supposed to do? Say no? Like we have to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, 
it's like we have class it's no it's actually ridiculous and i feel like the worst part is like i'm like oh at least like my friends will be there like we can do something like i'll see people i haven't seen in forever and like everyone's slowly being like yeah i don't think i'm going back and i'm like no <laughs> but. i was like oh like i can't wait to go back like i finally have my freedom again and then i see that i have one class in person and i'm like mom dad can i can i dorm for that i was like please like and then they're like no so now oh, they're not letting you go back no i mean it doesn't make sense like i don't blame them because like, i live like 45 minutes away like i'm just gonna commute um, i have okay. no classes in person but i do have an extra bet so if you want to you want to dorm with me man anytime of the week oh dude uh, that would be so dope i might like come crash some nights oh yeah it'll be i don't know the rule i know like technically no guests but there's we'll figure it out as the rules sort themselves out but yeah it's crazy mm. i doubt that it's gonna be that you know like strict because i feel like i've snuck people into my room like friends from that don't go to school <laughs> like and i haven't filled out guest pass mm-hmm. it'll be a work in progress it'll be i i think the first two weeks will be very strict and then it'll be a kind of more comprehensive plan that makes the most sense but one could only hope because it is stony brook so yeah. you know maybe it'll be less comprehensive <laughs> But the thing that's kind of crazy, like, when I think about this, like, overall, I'm like, we really just, like, left one day. And, like, our whole entire year just changed. Like, it's yeah. it, it just insane when you think about it. Like, I remember, like, we were leaving and I was like, oh, like, I'll come back. Like, I'll use my dining dollars or something. It's like, oh, I'll leave some stuff here. And then, boom, we're back home. Boom, all my classes are crazy hard for no reason now. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, life just changed in, like, one day. Well, you're hard STEM. You're you're pre-med, so your classes probably got significantly more difficult. God, I can't even begin to tell you how annoying this class was. So, in yeah. this class, she made... Um, wait, did you take Bio 202? I yeah. dropped it. <laughs> oh my god, you are so lucky. I would have nightmares about this class. <laughs> like, first we get back, right? And we have a quiz, super easy. Like, everyone's like, not me, but everyone else is Googling answers, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> this is the case that everyone's listening. And so I'm just like, I'm like, oh wow, like this is super easy. This is gonna be a breeze. Everyone gets basically like a hundred, like high 90s. She's like, oh, people are cheating. She makes that quiz worth less in her whole entire grade calculation and then ramps up a new feature for every single quiz. It's like the next quiz we had, instead of four choices, we had like nine choices. And I was like, oh. what? Oh and then God. after that, we had like a drop down menu with like another like a couple like a couple choices and then she was like okay i'm just i'm just gonna make the questions non-googleable and like we would literally like try to google and we're like where is she getting these questions where are the answers what oh my god it was like was it based on anything you guys have learned or was it just like out of like her ass like questions like, like, sometimes it was just out of her ass like she would just like she's like oh like you could look in the textbook like all these quizzes are open book but it's not gonna help you i was like what is it what is, what is oh my goodness that's unfair but yeah just yeah, i know that like pre- some classes got easy and some especially the med ones got really hard so that's what yeah. i've heard from my uh, pre-med friends yeah, i feel so bad for you guys you my friend actually she actually she took an accelerated orgo summer session she goes to Ooh. unc i'm like you're insane she sent uh, me a video of her she was taking her final exam and it had like a like a b c d e f g h a d like jk like options and she just put the video on like the options and back at her head and she just showed herself like slamming her head against her keyboard like <laughs> so hard it makes me die like i think it's my favorite thing video like i've ever seen 
but oh god i think i'd actually cry what else are you taking this semester was it just because i know i've heard bio was a nightmare but how about like anything else like did anything else stand out um bio was a nightmare uh, uh gen chem was like supposed to be a nightmare and then, like we had to do like use like respondents and everything with lockdown browser and then they didn't like plan out how many people are going to be on at the same time there's like a thousand uh, kids logging on at the same time so it all crashed so then they're like, you know what? We're just not going to use it. So then everyone's grades skyrocketed. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> they're all like, they're all just there, like out in the open. It just shows how unprepared all schools were for this, because it seemed like every class had a completely different solution that was not a solution. Some teachers were like, all right, you get an A. That's what you get. Other teachers are like, we're just going to do a ton of homework, and, and other people are just like, let's make it impossible. Like, there, no one was on the same page. I had a panic attack a few days ago when I was looking at my schedule and I only had two classes left, but apparently I was looking at the wrong schedule because I had all my classes there, but based on how they put it in the system, it looked like I only had two because those were the only ones I had to zoom in at the time. Yeah. Oh. But they didn't they didn't tell me that. So when I was looking at it, I was like, I only have two classes? <laughs> Where did I pay a minute? You said that to me, I was like, he only has two classes? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a great semester, man. <laughs> I was dying, that was the worst. But apparently it was just like a system filing. It looked like it was, but it wasn't. Good thing they emailed us about that, which they didn't. Yep. It's, <laughs> it's a like a big game of telephone. It is, oh, it is, yeah. yeah. And it's not like administration even knows either. Because, I mean, like uh, Hodge knows because he's uh, in the fellows program too. And like, she has, uh, had no, our, our advisor has no idea what's going on half the time either because they don't let her know. And it's just like, she's high up there. How are they handling that? Like, what, are they doing like Zoom, like LDS classes? Like, how does that work? And for those who don't know, LDS is like one of the freshman seminar classes at um, Stony Brook. Yeah, what are, they, like, what are they doing for that? Um. She said she doesn't even know. She's like, she they might be hybrid, they might be in person. Uh, we'll let you guys know. And we're just like, what? Like, you, that's pretty important. We should probably know that. Because like for it some people, not her fault at all. it's just really tough that no one seems to be on the same page. Like, especially when we were going when we were going through it on the first time about like the virus hitting, and every different department in our school was like, school's getting canceled. School staying open, online, in class, and everyone was being told different things. Yeah, like we all found out that Monday before that Friday and the whole entire week was just like hysteria. Remember people were protesting? Like I yeah. forgot that happened. Like what was going on that week? God. I just remember being, I remember when the news dropped like of the rumors of like us going online. I was sitting outside on the Staller steps. I feel like everyone was on the Staller um, steps that day. I was there. I remember I was with Abby, Nadia, Andre. He came to visit for the weekend because he just came back from Dublin. Um, who else? Rob? Josh doesn't know Andre. Andre's okay. her man's. Yeah, Andre's my man. He came to yeah. visit. And yeah. we were just chilling on the Staller steps. And everyone's flipping out. Nadia was having a literal panic attack. And we just went to Jasmine, ate some food. And yeah. <laughs> That's how you deal with your problems? We're having yeah. a panic attack. Let's just go eat. <laughs> Let's just go to Jasmine. That's the thing I miss the most. I love having, Jasmine. Having that right now, like on my way back from anything like to the dorms just picking up my bubble tea and my like salmon avocado rolls with my soy sauce and just mm. vibing the hell out was my favorite thing to do i swear to god if we go back and that shit's closed i'm suing the school like i'm not <laughs> jasmine is top tier if stony brook does anything right it's jasmine because that no, is just that it's beautiful like it's it's for those who don't know it's like 
this like Asian food spot on campus that's gore it's like a really nice place they have like good food like whenever I tell people from other schools about it they're like what like you have that I'm like yeah <laughs> uh, then they're like look at the dorms and they're like what prison no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no but Jasmine is 10 out of 10 and it's I hope it's open, but I, yeah, that weekend was crazy. Everyone was outside, which was definitely not COVID friendly at the time. Everyone was like partying and not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And then they made us pack our stuff up with all, not scattered times, but like, you have to get your butt back here and grab your stuff in this two day period or you're never coming back. Yeah, like there were some, I had some friends that were literally in a different country. Like they left for spring or like a state or like, there were somewhere that just was not New York. And they're like, what, what do I, what do I do? Or even, I remember some people, I like Luke um, from Wesby, he, he lives like, what's he in Rochester? But I can't remember. Upstate. He's, yeah, he's upstate, yeah, just far from here. And he's like, what am I gonna do with all my stuff? Like, I can't go back and forth and back and forth to pick stuff up. Like, I wanna be able to take all my crap now if they're kicking us out. It was a whole, I think uh, it was before, it's just a big thing. I hopped in the van with two of my friends because I didn't want to make my parents drive back and we drove like the four or five hour drive all the way back. Yeah. Definitely not COVID friendly, but. Uh, we didn't <laughs> like know though. Yeah. We literally had no clue. It's like we walked around so like carelessly, not giving a crap. And it's like our lives, I don't think like things aren't going to be back to normal, like what we considered normal before for a while. Like. I don't even think things are going to go back to normal in general. Like thinking yeah. about it now, like there's always going to be some people wearing masks like years from now. Like I feel like a lot of jobs, like people realize like, wow, we could do the same amount and like have the same sure. productivity over like online on Zoom and everything. Yeah. I feel like everything's just going to change now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Approach diseases. Yeah. Like if you think about it now, like I'm like now that I look at videos of like people at concerts, I'm like, wow, like they're so close together. I'm like, why am it I saying that? Me. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'll be watching, like, a TV show or something, obviously recorded prior, and being like, yeah. you're not social distancing. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, like, ingrained in our heads now. I watch, uh, I watch the guys when they eat, like, all everything on the menu, and I, they were, like, sharing food, like, they took a bite, and then the next oh. guy took a bite, and I'm like, that's such an, like, it disgusted me, and I'd never be disgusted by that. Mm. But I'm like, that's just, it's scary, it's weird. I yeah. legitimately would have, in my dreams, I would say to myself, like, we're not social distancing, like, this isn't good, like, oh god, like, we're all gonna get, like, in my fucking dreams, like, that's not okay. And I wake up and I'm like, oh, phew. like, <laughs> it was just a dream, like, the fact that that's the nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Being next to my friends. <laughs> like, I like well, Dr. Fauci's, like, ideal set of teenagers right now. Like, yeah. he it was like a wet dream for him. <laughs> you know, oh, really, god. like, this is... Yeah. I don't know. My nightmares have been about Spanish class senior year every single time. <laughs> Wait, just, what happened? What happened? My teacher was absolute worst, and he heard me. He heard me. I'm, I'm I'm bad at Spanish. It's like my Achilles heel. I'm the worst at languages. But I, you know, I just take it like a like a puzzle. You know, I'd be like this the O matches the O, the A matches the A, and I'll just like BS it. But he was so rude to me. And whenever we had field trips. Um, Cause I was a senior at the time and I had a lot of like things going on. So I'd have to leave a lot and he'd always put up a fight about it. And then I'd have to go to administration. Hated the guy, but I have dreams where I'm going back to learn Spanish and I'm the only college kid. And I'm like, why am I here? Why am I learning oh Spanish? I think, this is a I, recurring thing. Are you serious? Did it scare yeah, you that badly? I had like a panic attack, dude. I was walking in like the, it, he's not a scary guy at all, but like it shot me back to like Spanish class. I'm like, oh God. 
I totally see Harry being like the kid in the one white kid in the Spanish class being like, oh la hombre, como es this place? <laughs> that was a hundred percent me. Yeah, but the thing is, I love to participate, so I always would participate, and every single time the teacher would be like, Thank you for participating, but that was horribly wrong. Oh, you were that good? Yeah, I was, I was always like, no, no one raised their hand and I'd be like, me, 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 Lamo, Harry. Like, oh. <laughs> well, you would raise your hand and you're just like, is there anyone? <laughs> Any? And you're just like this and they're like, any, please, okay, no, no participants? Okay, whatever. <laughs> it really depends. Some teachers like that, they're like, he's trying, but this the teacher I had in senior year is like, oh, this kid, man. So stupid. Scarring you in your almost second year of college. <laughs> oh yeah, he still scares me, dude. I, it's just like, just something about him. It's just like, who's is evil? I've never, I've never not liked the teacher except for him. There's, it's just something about Spanish classes where it's just, I don't know. I just can't, I can't deal with. It. And then there's that kid who like knows Spanish verbatim, and he's always like, oh, well, it's actually this. I'm like, I get it. You speak the language. What are you doing here? There's that one kid who's so good. It's like, why are you even in the class? Like, stop flexing on me. <laughs> and then they correct you. Then they have the audacity to correct you. It's like, who do you think you are just because I said llama wrong, you know? The llama. Yeah, it's the worst feeling too when you're like the only like I I mean I was pretty good in Spanish but my like I, my weakness was because when I was younger I took Greek like my mom forced me to go to Greek school and stuff like that and like all of the kids would go to Greece like every summer their family spoke it to them and I was in the corner like never been to Greece oh, no. like can't speak it for no. shit I could give you like one sentence and yeah it's just like the, you feel so like ostracized from everyone else and they all like laugh at you and you're just like i want to kill myself <laughs> like, it's, like the worst feeling in the world like i know in spanish like i would help like tutor a lot of the kids because i just felt bad because i know how horrible it feels <laughs> it's just it's, it's a real real sadness lots of loneliness no bueno <laughs> <laughs> this is just they're an interesting topic like i know urdu like back in my house it's like we speak urdu like with my mom my dad and everything mm -hmm. so, like in kindergarten like we had this activity where it was like what's your favorite like fruit or vegetable and i was trying to say cantaloupe but no one in my house has ever said cantaloupe we call it karbuza. Uh -huh. so i'm like oh my i was like my mine's karbuza and everyone's like yo is this kid having a stroke uh -huh. like, I was like, you know, like, carbuza, it's orange. <laughs> and they're like, you mean an orange? I'm like, no, it's carbuza. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> That's so oh, scary. Honestly, I'm so jealous, dude. Going to college, I mean, growing up in Londonderry, New Hampshire, which is the, the whitest of white bread towns, I'd say <laughs> no one knows a different language. Like, one kid does. But going to Stony Brook and everyone's like, oh, I speak, like, five languages, you know? Oh, Polish, sure. Or Vietnamese, 100%. Like, and I'm there like, hi guys. It's <laughs> pretty okay. Harry. <laughs> I have a podcast. It's impressive. I have a podcast. It's British impressive. <laughs> Canadian sometimes, eh? You know. <laughs> but it's it's impressive. I I've always you know it's it's really impressive to know two languages, or yeah, God forbid, three languages. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the best part about it is not even like the culture or whatever. It's just talking shit about people. <laughs> I like, was just gonna say that, like, just talking shit with, like, your family, just in public, not giving two Exactly, crap. like, you just point it out, like, you don't even have to point, just like, and then you just start talking about them, and it's like, you know they have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, you vibe, but, it's like a certain, like, bond, like, especially when you find someone who speaks the same language as you, like, that you didn't know before, and you, like, have that in common, it's like, you're just, like, vibing with each other so hard. That's happened at parties before, oh my god, like, when I'm, like, 
not in a great mind space. <laughs> you know, we don't underage drink here on Mixed Nods. Um, I was at a party, literally to one kid, I was speaking really fast Spanish to, and then another group of people I was speaking Greek with. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> it was insane. That's crazy. I vibed out though. It was very interesting. <laughs> My roommate, uh, I've talked about him before and he speaks Greek mm. and when he was on the phone, I think he was being polite to me, but he, he'd leave because he just, I think he thought it was rude, but it's not like I could understand anything he was saying. I mean, like, <laughs> he would just be talking Greek. Just, yeah, I was like, like, sorry. I no like, I, I woke up before when I was sleeping and I was in my dream, people were saying like gibberish to me. They're like yelling at me in a language I don't know. And I'm like, what's happening? Like I was a carpenter in this dream. He's just yelling at me and I wake up and he's on the phone and I'm like, wow. oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool languages. The funniest part is like when you're like, I would be on the phone with my mom and I'd talk to my mom in Urdu and my my uh, roommate Anthony doesn't know like Urdu, obviously. So like, I'd be like, Anthony, he'd be like, yeah, hold on, my name. <laughs> <laughs> what is it the code word for him. Yeah. <laughs> you should just do that to people just to like fuck with them like just to like you, you can be any sentence just throw their name in the middle just to like get them like oh what are they saying about me like just oh like, my god i should do that and like what he's for is like sometimes like my friends will like i don't know why like they'll see something like arabic they're like yo hosh read this i don't know arabic oh, I'm like, oh bro i got you and i'll just make up something on the spot they're like Wow, that's insane. I didn't know that. Thank you, man. <laughs> You're welcome, Tony. Yes, yeah, You get a tattoo on them. <laughs> like those people who get like the tattoos of like whatever language. Oh my god. It sounds like lettuce. <laughs> soup or something. So you're talking about you're not um you're not coming on campus this semester. Are you thinking about coming back on next semester? Oh, I if I don't go back next semester, I'm actually gonna go crazy. Oh my god. Like the one thing keeping me ins- like sane is like, okay, I'm going back like end of January. Going back end of January. That's what's keeping me going. 2020 <laughs> definitely is a viral year, that's for sure. Viral ass year. I'm just what I keep imagining is like 50 or so whatever amount of years from now like the grandkids coming to me and being like what was the year 2020 like like i'm excited for talking about it. yo it was zombies everywhere i had to kill all of them i barely survived this is gonna be like a zombie apocalypse i'm just gonna tell, like exaggerate everything well, well on a slightly different note uh Hush, how has your mental health been because we're a very big mental health channel you know and i know the quarantine has kind of taken a toll on all of us in our own unique kind of ways but how's it how's it been for you because i know it's kind of tough to be in the house and especially with a broken finger and all that <laughs> <laughs> well mentally it's been it's been kind of rough i guess because like in the beginning i was like oh like this is great like i focus on myself like i could just focus on my work and do everything but then like when i was done with, with working like on schoolwork and everything i was just like wait like what do I now do? what do I do? Like I'm like such a like I feel like we're all just like natural born extroverts. Yeah. Like we just need yes. to like talk. <laughs> and so it's just like I don't I don't know what to do. And like now I'm just on my phone like texting people. I'm like someone please talk to me. Like I'm please I'm just so lonely. And so it's, it's just such a weird thing because like yeah. like before quarantine like I would just be so used to like never being in my dorm like never being home just like going out like doing crazy stuff. And then now it's like I have to force myself to like change my mentality. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, especially at the beginning. I think none of us were prepared mentally for that that wall of like life changing overnight life change, you know? Because I mean, if it's gradual, you kind of get used to it. But it was literally like one day you're with all of your friends every single hour. And then the next day you're literally alone with with your with your brothers, with the you know, your parents. Like, I know for myself, because, like, Hosh, I'm literally the same way, and I think Harry can say the same thing, too. It's just, like, 
we're so used to like if we feel like we need company or like lonely or stuff like it was so easy especially at school to just go out and, like next door to like a friend's mm-hmm. like room and be like knock knock like hey yeah. or like even with your friends in town like I, I have like my friends from high school like they live close enough that I could just drive to their house and like pick them up and just go wherever like it was so easy but now I'm like what do I do because like from winter break I know from my, the only way I stayed sane because I didn't have a job winter break um was just by calling people to hang out and drive around and like go do whatever the hell it was that we did. But now that we can't do that, like I can't pick up my friends and just drive around with them anymore. Like I have to just stow, so. Mm. Yeah, and your state was hit hard. Because New Hampshire, it's been a little bit more lax. Yeah. Our numbers are pretty low, but then again, our population is pretty tiny. Mm-hmm. And so we, we kind of opened up a little bit more than what I've heard from a lot of my Long Island friends because you guys are pretty still in the midst of it right like very not a lot of hanging out and stuff I mean listen like there are a lot of people that I know are hanging out and stuff like I and I am too only so yeah no but only with only like a small group of people like that's the thing like I know some of my friends are just seeing like whomever like I kind of made a pact like I've been hanging out with like Andre's friend group a bunch because like it's just like more convenient for both of us and they're like really sweet and stuff and and whatnot and they're fun to hang out with but like my friends like i don't have like a solidified group so like okay each person has like a plethora of people that they're hanging out with so i've just been like distancing from them and it's been that's been hard Makes sense. yeah but like other people i know are like going to parties and i'm like you're crazy like that i think is irresponsible yeah. like seeing a group of friends that you know who they've seen i think makes sense but like being stupid and just wearing glasses and yeah that's that's ridiculous i think the one thing that a lot of people don't really focus on either is like mental health just for like the fear like my dad is like amino amino compromised so i remember like the whole month of april like i like there was like one period of time where he had like a really bad cough like i don't think it was covid whenever he got tested so i don't don't (laughs) know but he had a really bad cough and i remember just like staying up some nights like oh my god like because he has like diabetes and like heart disease and everything i was like what am I was, like what am i gonna do like i literally started thinking about like the future and like that took such a toll on like i approach like academics too because i'm like my dad is so sick right now like how am i supposed to focus on like bio 202 home like you know what i mean like i don't know i just feel like a lot of teachers and like a lot of professors didn't think about that aspect either because like if it wasn't a family member being being like uh, at risk it was a family member who lost a job so like mm-hmm. either way, like people were just suffering like all around. Yeah, the suffering, and it's it's definitely not what you expected. Because if you would have asked me before, like what would have been the hardest part, it's probably just not seeing friends. But like seeing people I know whose parents are very much immunocompromised, and like we had to get my grandma in a nursing home, and that was a hold to do where it really normally wouldn't be because it's like we have to make sure that the transition points are safe, and that the whole time when I was sick, they were worried that I could have given her COVID, but and it was just. It's just, it's all, it's the mental aspect, which is a really difficult aspect of this whole thing. Mm. Yeah, and like the amount of pressure, cause like my mom's immunocompromised as well. Like the amount of pressure that you have of not only keeping yourself safe, but like a whole different person. Like yeah. for me, like if it were just me living by myself or like in the dorms and stuff, like I obviously would have taken precautions, but like there were certain things that I knew like, okay, if I wash my hands, like that's no big deal. Like I don't have to like wash every grocery that comes into my house, like whatever. But like that I know like I have have to watch out for my mom because like I don't want to take any chances and stuff like it's so much extra pressure on one single person yeah it's, ri- it's ridiculous when I was working at the Home Depot it was ridiculous because everyone always talked about how like Millennials are the worst and stuff but the younger kids like our age 
uh, for all intents and purposes, they wouldn't die because of COVID, most likely, because we're, our age group has a really high uh, survival rate. They were the ones wearing the masks. And you look at the boomers and all the people who are yeah. who are at danger, and they're like, ah, it doesn't matter. I'm like, you do not realize. And <laughs> they don't realize that they can spread. Like, in my apartment building, like, there are a lot of old people that live here. And yeah, I, there's the people that are like, going into like the elevator with me because we have like a small elevator. I'm like, don't come in here. Like, this is for me to like, what's wrong with you? They're like, oh, I forgot. They're like, um, they see me and they feel guilty. They're like, oh, I left my mask in the car. I'm like, well, go can get it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't got a whole your... pandemic is going on. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like, hello. So easy. Like, I don't my wanna... mind. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't want to breathe in your stink ass air anyway. Like, don't forget your damn mask. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> And people get mad at it. I remember when I was helping people at the Home Depot, people would be like, oh, all these stupid masks these people are wearing. I'm like, why would you be mad about that? Like, it's ridiculous. It's 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 really silly. It's so it easy it. to help other people out. Wear a mask, it doesn't help you, it helps your neighbor. Yeah, like, no, it's just because everyone, like, here's the thing. People have always been selfish. People have always been ignorant. But the thing is, like, it hasn't affected us in this way ever. Like, we could just, acknowledge the people were stupid but we didn't have to like face it a hundred like this heavily every single day like their actions influence the rest of us which is screwing us over and this is why other countries like new zealand like other like countries in europe have benefited because they're not pieces of shit like americans are <laughs> well, i learned uh i learned that you're not supposed to sneeze in other people's faces like two days ago like is that new yeah, no. <laughs> i've been just sneezing <laughs> right in the. <laughs> this is new news to me yeah, i've never it's heard like of never that. cover your cough sneeze right in their face it's a great thing yeah that's that must be New Probably why I have mono, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have big, like, I have like a big tangent, but I just want to see what your opinions are on this. Yeah. I have this thought over quarantine that I think all humans and all human actions are selfish. Like, no, like even if you do the most charitable action, you're still doing that, so you feel good about it. So no, I used to what be. You do, I, I used to agree with you. I used to, agree. I actually wrote a, a senior paper on that in, uh, I wrote a paper on that because I got to the point where I thought everyone was, because I mean, you go trickle it down, like you do something good because you feel good after, it's selfish. Yeah. But I don't know, I feel like you asked me that before quarantine, I would have 100% agreed with you. But now I feel like a little bit more enlightened, a little bit more at peace. And I think people, some people do good because it's the right thing to do despite themselves. And the feeling good's a bonus. It's the chocolate, the little, tiny little chocolate for selling your time. But yeah, it, I, I definitely can see that point 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Harry on that one. Cause I, someone, one of my friends from high school actually posted something similar, like on the Snapchat short story. And I, it gave me, I gave it some thought as well. I'm like, I don't know. I feel that doing something good for another person, as much as it does give you that little sense of like, oh, I, that feels nice for me. Like, I feel like the thought of helping the other person as a whole, it also depends on your intention behind it as well. If you're doing it with, for the intention of feeling good and not giving two fucks about the person, mm. yeah, then you're doing it for selfish reasons. But if you truly care about someone, like it's not always about you, you know? Like it's because you love the other person or like wanna help them out as well. I think we're inherently good. Like I think inherently humans are not selfish. I think nine out of 10 times, people just do the right thing. I just think it, it's just, it, it, sh it should happen, we expect it to happen. And when they don't, it kind of is obvious. Because, I mean, I, I don't know, I just, I, especially after this quarantine, I just, also like, what does it matter if it is selfish, as long as you're doing like 
if I'm doing something to help somebody out, somebody falls and I'm helping them up just for the off chance that they have money and they give me a hundred dollars. Sure. I, at the end of the day, I did something good and I don't, I don't care if the reasons are evil as long as the action in my book is good. But then it comes back, is there, is there any good or is there any bad? I mean, I was, I was literally just thinking that too. I was like, yeah. what's someone's definition of being good and what's someone's definition of being bad? Yeah, and it's all subjective. Like, there's no true there's no good. to what it is. So it depends on the person. It depends on the culture. It depends on the like. It, it depends on so many different factors. As long as you're doing something that you feel in your heart is meant to be good, and you feel that weight off your chest, and you're being your most honest version of yourself, then that's I feel like is all that matters. Mm. And that's what I'm vibing with. That was a very good question, though. Thank you, Hosh, for bringing that up. How <laughs> dare you? Come on, Hosh. What's that? <laughs> uh, but I do think it I do think it's important like I feel like a lot of people I know have had some really good growth over this quarantine because we don't really have time as a species to just think and that goes back to what you're talking about with the trickling thought of what if something goes bad with my father and it trickles down to career and everything because we we try to push that out of our head because it's scary and yeah. we always are like be busy I have schoolwork mm -hmm. I can't think about that I have this that and the other thing and Every once in a while, we have those moments where the silence creeps up on us and we have to, it's fight or flight. You either understand it or you run out of distractions. You run out of distractions, basically. Mm -hmm. That's that's a perfect way of phrasing it. You run out of distractions. Yeah. And I think that's the scariest thing. Like, just being left alone with your thoughts has been oh, most terrifying. <laughs> the cruelest person's your head. It's They're the person who judges you the most, you know? A hundred percent. reevaluating, like, everything. Like, I don't know if you guys noticed, like, on Twitter, I feel like so many conspiracy theories are just popping up out of nowhere. Really? Like, I so many, love. Like, all these people are, like, doing, like, their own little FBI investigations. I'm just like, like, I don't even know if these have, like, any basis, but I feel like people are just doing it just because, like, they have nothing but time and they just think about things and then make up their own little theories and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, another factor, as much as I have been, like, overthinking stuff, like, in quarantine, and I literally am about, I, I always do, and that's why my distractions of schoolwork and jobs and whatever always help another thing that's been beneficial i feel like for myself in quarantine is just i've stopped caring like i yeah. realized that yeah. time and things are so like we take so many things for granted like like why are you gonna waste time like giving a fuck like being in people's business like even stuff like conspiracies about the virus and where it came from like who cares firstly not gonna stop it it's still here we have to deal with it whoop d and even i don't even know like the like last night there was like some I don't know, like some neighbor across the street from me, like there was like cops outside or something. And my mom was like, what's going on? Like what's happening with the family? I'm like, who cares? We don't know them. Like just <laughs> make your business. Or even with like dressing up and stuff. I'm just like, as long, I, I've just learned to be a lot more content with myself and just like not care what anyone else says. Cause I'm like, we don't have that much time in this world. Why spend it being, you know, self-conscious, well, just do whatever, who cares? <laughs> Though my fear about that is like, I feel like I've been more enlightened than in my entire life, especially because of this quarantine. But my fear is that I think enlightenment can only come in the absence of like stress and responsibility. Because, you know, you look at the Buddhists, right? They're, yes. they're spending all day doing nothing right. and other than meditating. And no wonder they're enlightened. And you look at the um, people at Woodstock back then when they had no responsibilities, how come they grew up to be boomers? It's because in the absence of responsibility and stuff is when you really can see the world clearly. It's just because I, I know for a fact, as soon as schoolwork comes and regular work and internships and all this stuff comes, the enlightenment that has been achieved from this brief stint of 
like this break from everything is going to diminish because responsibility floods right in and yeah. takes that over. So it's, I don't think it is possible to be enlightened and have the responsibilities. You know, you could be more enlightened, but it's, they, I think they're pretty mutually exclusive. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Because also because your mind can only focus on one thing at once. Like as much as people think multitasking, like technically you can do different things at once, but your brain can only focus on one thought at a time, really. Like you can't be handling like a bunch of stress from work and school and taking care of that and having all of those responsibilities while also like contemplating the meaning of life, like at the same time, like you have to, and I feel like it's so much easier to contemplate and reflect and stuff like that when you have a clear head. Mm, that's the benefit of this it's it's not to do it always it's kind of the beauty of it because to always be in a beautiful headspace kind of diminishes its value it's kind of nice to have the stress the stress the craziness of the world and then those moments where you step back and you're like you know that's silly you know i get it again and then you repeat rinse and continue the cycle yeah the thing with like um like how we're not able to focus on multiple things is because i feel like humans are inherently just short-term goal-oriented people like we all have like yeah. long-term goals, but it's like, well, right now I'm gonna go eat, but I mean, eventually I want to become a doctor. You know, yeah. what I, mean? I feel like yeah. once we like start losing all those short-term goals of like classes and homework and assignments, it's like, oh, well now I can see the long-term goal. Then you start thinking about everything else like beyond the horizon. I feel like there's nothing like to distract our view like in the short term. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that girl two seats next to you in econ. It's <laughs> now you're worried about the future, you know, jobs, children, how many do I want, you know? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's overwhelming, but it's worth the thought. And it's as shitty as this experience has been in a certain, in its own ways. Like, I'm kind of glad that we went through it just to, you know. Definitely made us stronger. Keep us grounded. Yeah, keep us stronger, keep us grounded, because we do, and I, I know I am definitely guilty of this as well. Like, I just take a lot of stuff for granted. Mm, yeah. Like, that you don't really look at, and it's, you know, it's good to be grounded in those senses and look at things with a fresh set of eyes every once in a while. I feel like a lot of people I would talk to, they were like, oh, like, the semester was just about to be perfect. Like, everything was starting to pick up. Like, I finally got out of my, like, like oh. funk or whatever. And then, like they say like, oh, now we're back and it's so upsetting and everything. But like, I feel like you could look at that in a positive aspect too. It's like, I feel like we just got, you know, like, got like, plucked out of like our ideal situation and, got pl- and like put place in like the not so ideal situation. And now it kind of just made us like develop and made us like grow like, look, I know you're busy with like homework and everything, but you should take a step back and think about what really matters. Think about like the true, like overarching, like goals in life and everything like that mm-hmm. yeah like what's your purpose yeah exactly like i feel like everyone had a moment like in quarantine like whoa like now that i don't have work to do let me think about myself and like mm-hmm. they, they just like kept going yeah it's it, it's so interesting what i was gonna say is i i like hearing different people's mental health kind of ad- adventures for lack of a better word during this because everybody kind of came out of it with like i know some people who came out of it enlightened and really at peace with themselves and kind of finally grasping that and then i know some people who are fighting it and are if anything worse than they were coming into it you know more stressed about the future more worried about that because it seems closer because they don't have those distractions and it's so interesting to see how we all got something different from it and it'll be a life-changing thing i i mean we're always going to remember what happened you know and and understand the, the changes we've gone through, but it's, it's so interesting how each one of us kind of internalizes it a different way. Yeah. And it's a lot. 
but like I said, at least we able we had the experience of reflecting on it and we'll use what we've learned to kind of take over whatever in the future and make sure we don't, you know, look over things. Like I said, take them for granted, but. So before we go, uh, Hosh, have you been listening to any music? I'd like to know if there's any songs you've been. Um, well, I've been listening to a lot of music lately, but Ooh, lot, yeah. like, I'm not like, I'm not like her. I can't like tell you some underground lo-fi plays <laughs> songs. Um, but what I've been doing is I've been looking at a lot of unreleased music. Like yeah, I could find like a Dropbox online or Google Drive. Hmm. That's much music from artists. Like I'm a huge Kanye fan. Like love that. No, I don't. I don't. I don't like his political views. So I'm not gonna get into that. I just like the man's music. Yeah, and so, um, that's all right. Yeah, so I've been looking, like trying to download a lot of uh, like unreleased Kanye. Um, who else I've been listening to a lot? Let me just check my Spotify playlist real quick. Oh. No, I love I love Kanye. I've been uh, not again with the political views, not neither here nor there. But his music, I I never used to be a fan, but it's kind of it kind of hit a chord with me recently. Just the his ability to compose. He's a composer. So exactly, you know. like. His beats, like instrumentals, like sometimes like you'll see like where he got a sample from. And it's like, how did he get from this to here? Like that's insane. Like, I don't know, man. Um, like a lot of, I've listened to a lot of Frank Ocean lately, uh, Denzel Curry, Kid Cudi. Um, I mean, obviously Juice, cause everyone's been listening to Juice. A lot uh, of people have. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I honestly, like I might get hate for this, but I did not like his new album at all. Like I just thought it was overhyped. I, I don't listen to Juice World. I never gotten into it. It's a little bit harsh for my my soft ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been like toned down. Like a lot of my intense music, I feel like I haven't been really getting into as much. Like only in certain like spurts. I've been needing like I've been listening to like some really calm like jazz music, which has been taking me through the day. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's like this piano jazz, like this old woman. It's called her name. Is, like uh, B G Adair. Gertrude. Gertrude, Gertrude. Uh, Buttercup, Bread, and yeah. she just she has her cat that walks on the piano. It's amazing. That's probably what I'd be perfectly fine with that. That would make it even more interesting. I would just need a, needing a nice, calm flow. But no, I'm glad that you've been vibing out to some tunes. Any like albums or stuff in particular you can recommend or? Um, Kanye. Albums I can recommend. Um, it's okay if you don't. Yeah, I know it's so fun. good. That's I feel like a Denzel Curry's uh, Zoo. It came out like last year. I, I personally really like like it's super like and like I usually don't listen to songs like that. But then like sometimes it's like you know what? Like sometimes you just need to you know you know what I mean? I you need to like bop your head to something like very intensely. So have you felt that like this quarantine and stuff like that has changed like your music taste at all? Or are you listening to like the same kind of jam that you usually do? No, I feel like it definitely changed me. Like, I mean, obviously, like, the stuff that I've always been listening to, I'm going to continue listening to. But, yeah. Like, I feel like I've been, like, going down, like, more, like, alternative hip-hop. Like, before, I'd be like, yeah. okay, mainstream. Where's the top 100? Let me pick my favorite. <laughs> and now I'm like... Good, yeah, leave. Leave the top 100. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then now I'm just like, oh, like, let me find someone who's, like, not known. Like, sometimes, like, one time I found this guy on, like, TikTok, and he had, like, 20,000 streams. I was like, yo, this guy's actually so good. I, I, I forgot the name now, but just like I feel like now that I have the time, I'm looking for more like meaningful music other than just like music that's thrown at me. Well, if you're on TikTok, there's only one channel to stop by on. 
But uh, no, that's good to hear. I feel like quarantine has definitely changed music for for me too. It's just it's you know it's, when you ever you have a lot of time, you kind of you kind of get the time to step out of your comfort zone because you you have the ability instead of like oh I have five minutes between class I'm gonna experiment with a song I'm not hundred percent sure if I'd like or can I try to intrude and now that we have nothing but time it's like yeah experiment a little bit more. Yeah, I think it's because like before we were like okay like I only have a certain amount of time to listen to music might as well listen to stuff that I know I like. Yeah. Now, yeah, like, like, we have all the time in the world, I'm gonna find what I truly like. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like, as you grow and, like, mature and stuff like that, and as you change as a person, your music taste 100% does, too. I just wanted to see. But that makes so much sense more that you're, like, trying to find stuff that's meaningful in this in this period of time. So I like that. Yeah. That's really cool. Like, a lot of my songs I find nowadays are, like, a bunch of, like, vocals. Like, it literally just sounds like you're going to heaven. Like, oh, like that's my shit. <laughs> Love that. Closed on Sunday. You're my Chick Fil A. Closed on. <laughs> That's some Kanye over there. Uh, his new album. Uh, it would be too quick. I thought it was good musically. I was not a fan of it compared to other albums, but either. I feel like his unreleased stuff. And like, there's also like a unreleased album on YouTube you can find, like called Yandi, that he did instead of Jesus King. And that album, like, if you release that, like, there's just one song called Slave Name that you could find it, like, featuring Hank Clemens. That song is so good. Like, the guitar in the back is like, doo -doo -doo. like, it's just it's amazing. Like, the first chord, like, I'm like, wow, this song's dope. I'm gonna have to check it out. Check it out. That's awesome. Well, uh, thank you for having. We do want you. Uh, we do want you to be on uh, more. You know, I've told I you. Definitely want to be on more. Yeah, this is fun. I enjoy <laughs> having, especially ho hopefully next time. On campus, maybe you know, no masks. I mean, but yeah, this is fun. You know, this is this is Tosh. You know, he'll be recurring. We're putting him on payroll. That's for sure. Oh yes, <laughs> definitely on payroll. We've been wanting Hosh to come on in the studio like last semester. Like Always had. Yeah, but just like life gets in the way. <laughs> life gets in the way. I have I'm other friends. Okay, I'm busy. <laughs> okay, Hosh. Where are they now, friends. though? <laughs> <laughs> They're all self-quarantining. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for sure, we'd love to have you on again. Literally pop on whenever. Our millions of listeners love to listening to you as well. But no, this was fun, and we'll definitely have you on again. So, uh... Yeah, just let us know, man. That was hot. <laughs> We're going to be right back with some improv, and then some oh. closing remarks, you know? Uh, well, see you all shortly. Hi, this is Rob, Dokus, Abby, Chris, Anastasia, and we are WUSB's Student Executive Board. We hope our listening family and all our Stony Brook University classmates and families are managing well in this precarious time. We are all home, but helping WUSB stay on the air remotely so we can keep you entertained and informed each day. For only $5 per month or $60 per year, you can join WSB's family of radio supporters, enjoy special members benefits, and get a cool radio thank you gift. Please help us stay on the air by calling 631-632-6901 or toll free at 1-888-632-9872 or online at wusb.fm forward slash pledge. WUSB the most dangerous station in the nation. Again, those numbers are 631-632-6901, toll-free at 188-632-WUSB, or online at www.wusb.fm slash pledge. Thank you. This is the Mix Nuts Improv Song.
We are about to do some improv. Welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Hosh. He'll definitely come on in the future, and it was a lot of fun. And I hope you guys enjoyed that music. Now, I liked that song. That song. The, t- the tunes were out of the Oh, world. the tunes. So many tunes. Every time. The tune is just gets me. But uh, right now, we're here with some guests. We'll introduce them after we do the improv. So you guys after. are immersed in the bit. Um, now, we did... the character. Bigger than the character. So... We haven't discussed anything other than the scene. Let me set the stage. Me and Anastasia are walking into a Best Buy and we're trying no, to No, we have to walk into a Home Depot. A Home Depot, a Home Depot. <laughs> and shall we go? Anastasia, I'm telling you, this place does not have the 14 inch snow globes that I'm looking for. They have to have the snow globes. If they don't have the snow globes, they have to at least have the piping, you know, so I can make some straws and sell them for people. Cause you know, that's, you know, the best thing in the entire universe. They look very Let's, let's call out to this strapping young gent. Excuse me, uh, sir, what's your, what's your name? We're looking for the snow globes. My name is Karen. <laughs> your name is Karen? My name's Karen. <laughs> what's your name? My name is also Karen. Is it C? We have a French Karen too. A French, French Karen. Karen. <laughs> Now, since uh, since there's a lot of Karens going on right now, where's the managers? Because let's just get right into brass taxes. You know? <laughs> Three Karens, no Don't managers. My name because I am the manager. You are the manager. Well, now, manager, where are my snow globes? <laughs> yeah, we're looking for the 14 inches. We have a we have a child that wants to experience the north, and we don't want to take up. Why take don't a I flight. show you where the paint is? Children like painting. I can show you the paint. We don't want the paint. We want the <laughs> snow globe. That's what we manager do. Manager says you get paint. Excuse well, me. There's, there's two Karens and only one manager. With three Karens, we need the manager's manager. Uh, we need to call Karen. in. Unexpected. She is the owner. Karen. She's the owner. Send them to the light bulbs. Sometimes they like to look at the light bulbs, and then maybe they forget about me. I'm not gonna forget about my snow globe, girlfriend. Now wait. That now hold fine. up. You guys have light bulbs? Are they bright? We have light bulbs. Mother, right. no! <laughs> Mother, please! I need my snow globe. Like, what the hell? I need, I need this to happen. Is someone gonna give me some connection, or am I just gonna have to sue the place? What's gonna who's go Karen? on? I Wait, think who's you're Karen? gonna have to. My name's not even Karen, and I'm getting heated. <laughs> so here's the rundown. We have a child, a brat, wants to experience the true north snow globe. We were gonna put him in the snow globe. Do you think we could put them in a fridge? The trial? Oh no. We don't have 25 foot fridge. I thought you said you restocked them last week. No. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? We <laughs> 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 job! I just think oh, you should fire him. He's not yeah, he's not a big help to us right now. Oh, we're here. We need to talk to Mr. Home Depot himself. Yeah. Mr. Home Depot. That that that, that would be Karen. Karen's Mr. Home Depot. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. We gotta leave. I don't even know. All right, we should call it. Man, how bad was that? We're so good at this. We're so good at it. Every every improv we do, it just gets worse and worse. It's fantastic. I used to think improv was hard. It's not at all. But it's hard for it to be good. It is not hard at all. No, it's... But wait, Harry, you have to show them... You have to show them the straw that I was talking about. Oh, yeah, of course. So... I do have the longest reusable straw. <laughs> Isn't it impressive? <laughs> what the hell do you use it for? 
Oh, because when I walk into the store and I see all the uh, the Karens, for lack of a better term, are like, I use reusable straws. I flex on this and I'm instantly in charge. That's They're like, oh, you use a small straw? What a loser. Have you seen <laughs> a real you straw? You're on Zoom and you don't want anyone to see your drink. You can just kind of like, hide it down there. Pop yeah. it, like. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a debate now. My mom looked up like uh, copper piping and she's like, oh, it's going to give you cancer. You're going to die. You know, it's like, it's like, made of know. copper? Yeah, it's copper. Kind of tastes horrible, but you know, save the trees, am I right? <laughs> what does copper taste like? I don't know. It kind of tastes like death, though. When I drink out of it. You've tasted a penny? Kind of does taste like a penny. She goes, have you never tasted a penny? I'm like, no! I've put multiple pennies in my mouth before. <laughs> you just like to suck in all the all the cash? Brings me closer to Lincoln. Alright, should we, uh, should we introduce you guys? These, uh, we have some yeah. cool guests who joined us. Rob? Yeah, are they, they're doing their own thing. Hello, Earth to Children. Hi. 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 So finally, after the a million episodes that he's guest starred on without even actually being on the show, we finally have Andre. Hi. The big Andre reveal. Woo. <laughs> a million likes. And we also have Sasha, which is one of our friends as well. Sasha, say hi. <laughs> we're gonna hopefully get, uh, get you guys on a full episode. This is kind of like a uh, sneak preview or bonus or like after credits, uh, after credits Marvel situation. Uh, but then we're gonna have to actually have to grill, you know, Andre, see if he's appropriate. I have like a test and all that. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, just we have to make sure it all. Got it. Harry has to approve. If he doesn't, then this can't work out. <laughs> I'm not sure. The, the improv was there 100%, but I don't know. Of course. I don't course, know if anything else was. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, are you just gonna... Anything? No. We'll have you guys back on for a full episode. So if you are listening, uh, look forward to that. And thank you guys for popping on for the improv segment. Everyone's favorite segment. Indeed. Indeed. And with that, definitely check out our Instagram, mixnuts.wsb. Just a quick plug in there. And would we like to leave off on a nice positive note for our listeners? I would love that. So first of all, I uh, want to speak directly to my sister on this one. She's thinking about doing a podcast and go for it. So uh, if any of you guys are thinking about doing something creative and or a podcast, and it just seems kind of daunting and you you want to be that perfectionist and make everything great. I say take that first step, make that embarrassing episode. Be be proud that you've done it, and then after that, reevaluate and make it better. So if any projects are on the back burner, bring it up to the front, do the first one, and see what happens from there. And I'll let you know more, know more about my sister's podcast if and when it goes off. Uh, so what she want to do it on? Well, I should want to do it on like the same Spotify and stuff, but you mean the theme of the show? Yeah, the theme. <laughs> well, she's calling it like mixed berries. And no, I'm just kidding. I was uh, like... But her, um, her, her, pod, her podcast is they're going to be reading books from their childhood, like fourth grade, fifth grade books that, and see if they live up to, if, if they lived up to the hype. And it's, it's just a really fun concept. She has a friend and they've been, uh, they've been reading these books. They've recorded uh, an episode already. They just got to get to the editing. And it just seems like a fun, lighthearted, you know, everyone's read those same 15 childhood books. And sometimes you wonder, was I just young and stupid or were they actually well-written? Yeah, that's so cool. Well, I'm looking forward to possibly hearing that. But Sasha and Andre, do you guys have any positive notes to leave off everyone on? Anything that's hit you in the head, not to put you on the spot? Any something you're grateful for? Um, anything. 
Thank you for getting us on the podcast. Thank you for being a lovely, lovely person all day, every day. Harry, I'm grateful for you and finally getting to meet you. That's our positivity. I like it. Positivity. Woohoo. That's very sweet. In the flesh. In the flesh. That sounded creepy. But seeing you guys in the blood and flesh, living, breathing, sweating in front of me. You had me at flesh. Oh, Uh, no, but it's really nice uh, catching you guys up. And I do want you guys, we both want you guys on a full episode. Yes, that'd be very fun indeed. Do you, you want to end off with something positive, something great, something? Um, let's see. You guys gave some nice, beautiful things. Um, I don't know. Just go outside, sniff the air, look at the sun, try to do something mm. in, in nature of some sort. So I'm going on a nature walk with a friend tomorrow if it doesn't rain. So that should be fun. Just kind of immerse yourself in the outdoors, stay in touch with your inner being, and, you know, vibe off that. But anywho, I guess that's us. That's his back. His back, baby. Back, baby. Harry, don't lose any more limbs, please. Oh, I'm trying my best. Please don't die. We love you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's like nuts. We hope you guys enjoyed. And we'll catch you guys back next week for an on-air episode. So, ta-ta! Mixed mm-hmm.